Welcome back to the Symphony Podcast, where we break down one important topic in 30 minutes or less. Uh, typically, it is myself and Kyle on these episodes, but today it is just me. So I think Kyle is out uh, skiing today, which I'm a bit jealous of, but I got a surf in this morning, so could be worse, could be worse. Um, but I have to say, it is a little bit odd doing this on my own. I usually let Kyle kick off the the introduction, so this is a bit of a foreign feeling for me. So if it comes across sounding a little weird, well, that's just uh, that's just how it's gonna, <laughs> how it's going to be. Um, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what it typically looks like. Um, we've talked before on the show about uh, journaling and stream of consciousness journaling but also gratitude journaling and just writing down certain topics or quotes or ideas that you are thinking about and kind of how that can be beneficial for your thought process and the way that you see the world and kind of how you are able to collect your thoughts and move forward in a way that's kind of being reflective upon everything that you've gathered up until that moment in your life. So today, um, as I was sitting down to write a few quotes in my journal of, of sections of books that have spoken to me recently, I thought it might be a good idea to read a couple of the passages that I've put down uh, in my notebook and then just kind of reflect on, on the reasons why I put them down and just kind of to give an example of some of the things that I actually do put down in my notebook on a day-to-day basis um, and hopefully that provides some inspiration or, or maybe sparks an idea for somebody who's maybe a little bit in a rut or doesn't quite know how to start their their journaling journey. Um, so recently I read, I, I, uh, I've been a big fan of an author who, who's passed away now, but his name's Kurt Vonnegut. Um, my dad originally put me onto some of his books. He's a science fiction uh, novelist, but um, he's just an insanely intelligent guy and writes about very important topics through this kind of fantastical lens. Um, I mean, he has, a, he has a bunch of books and some of them are a little bit more reality based, but a lot of them are pretty out there in science fiction, but they're really tackling important issues that are, that, you know, the generation that he was living in uh, was really facing and dealing with that at that time. And I've, I've talked about this on the show before too, how I think that's such a beautiful medium to be able to um, express some really important truths is by telling it through a fictional story, just because I think it's it's easier to grasp for people instead of you know someone just saying, hey, this is how it is, this is what you should be thinking about. Um, because it feels like, you know, you're being attacked a little bit. Whereas if you're just reading a story about people that don't even exist, it's a little bit easier to relate to them because you're just taking it for what it is. It's a, it's a family or it's a person dealing with certain issues that you can either relate with or can't. Um, but it's just a little bit easier of an access point to, to grab. And so recently I read a book by him called Mother Night that it's a pretty controversial topic. It's about a a guy who essentially was a broadcaster for uh, Nazi propaganda during World War II. Um, and then and then basically gets taken in as a US spy uh, over the course of the book. Um, and it's mostly just a tale of morality and, um, you know, situational awareness of you know, what's, what's good and evil, uh, 
can you fully judge something based off of, you know, no more information than what's just surface level and like, you know, saying, cause I mean, it's very easy to sit back and say Nazis, horrible, terrible, every single person that it was involved with it, awful person, like shouldn't be here, whatever you want to say. Um, but then, you know, you think about anything like that, where you're like, that was what was going on at that time. Thousands of people were normalizing it, which is disgusting, but it's just like how it was. And so it's easy to sit back and say like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done those things. I really would you know, but at the end of the day, you really don't know until you are in that person's shoes, dealing with all the information that that person has. And, you know, I mean, as humans, I think our tendencies kind of fall in the same uh, general directions for the most part. And so I think this book is in a lot of ways calling people to, you know, it's that, it's that, it's that same um, comment of like, try to walk a mile in another person's shoes. Like just at least try to think about how someone may have come to a certain decision, whether you agree with that decision or not um, when you first come across it. But so I had, I, uh, I took a picture of this one section that really, that I really liked from this book. Um, and it's, I actually don't even remember who the character is that he's talking to. It was just more of the information in this quote that I, that stood out to me. So I'll just read the passage here. It says, he beamed at me and he said, I'm not mad at anybody. That's certainly the way that the way to be. I said, I've got some advice for you. He said, I'd be glad to have it. I said, relax. He said, beaming, 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 just relax. That's how I got here. I said, life is divided up into phases. He said, each one is very different from the others. And you have to be able to recognize what is expected of you in each phase. That's the secret of successful living. So I thought that that passage was important because I think it kind of drives at this concept of self-awareness at every stage that you find yourself in, in life. And I think as we progress in our lives, things are constantly changing. We're constantly being faced with new situations, new opportunities, new people in our life. Um, and I think that comment just about you have to be able to recognize what is expected of you in each phase. Cause that spoke to me in this way of like, are you taking mental inventory of each step that you're taking? And are you looking around and being aware of, of like how you're showing up for the people that you're involved with, the situations that you're involved with and the people in your life and what is expected of you in that moment. And I think that that's something that we can all do on a day to day basis. And whether you're in a good situation or a bad situation, um, you can look at whatever you're dealing with and think to yourself, how can I be of the most use to myself and others in this exact situation that I'm in right now? And, and maybe recognizing what is expected of you is actually something that is actually like a change that you need to make or a new direction that you need to go. But I think just this concept of self-reflection is very important at, at every single step of your life and it's it's something that you should pay attention to and um, try to just be aware of no matter where you find yourself in life. The next quote that I have written down here, uh, this is actually from a couple of weeks ago, but I read a book called Walden by Henry David Thoreau um, 
he is also passed away now, but he was a, he was a man, very interesting man, um, super smart. And I think he went to Harvard or something and then just decided to go out and live in the woods by Walden Creek, I think in the forest around Pennsylvania or something like that. Um, and he built his own house, uh, foraged his own food, basically did everything off the land, um, and kind of just wrote about what he thought about, what he, um, experienced and, um, and just kind of like the comparison piece between how he was living and how the rest of the world was living. Really interesting book. It drags on a little bit in the middle, but for the most part, there's some really profound, uh, inspiration and knowledge in there. And I, I mean, so much of my notebook is actually filled with a lot of the quotes from that book. Uh, but this one's really simple. This one just says the universe is wider than our views of it. And I, I mean, that is a very simple sentence, but I think that is a concept that if you can grasp it, it basically makes you live from a much humbler place and it makes you um, not get so upset at how other people are living or what they're thinking about or even how they're doing and or like what they're doing. And I think that's a really important piece of just getting along with people in general and just understanding that the world is bigger than your perception of it and the things that you are dealing with are not the most important things in the world and most importantly aren't the only things that are going on in the world and so no matter what you think no matter how certain you are of anything there's always more that you don't understand there's always different perspectives that you haven't that you haven't gained uh different life experiences that you haven't lived and that's all happening all at once. So to think that your personal worldview is the end all be all um, of everything is it's just it's just not it's just not what it is. Um, but so having that healthy understanding, um, I think, can help you be more accepting and also just be a kinder and wiser person. And the last quote that I'll talk about here um, comes from the book Into the Wild, which is a pretty famous book. Actually, my my older brother gave it to um, all of his groomsmen right before he got married. And he wrote a, a personal note on the inside of the book to each one of his groomsmen. I was his best man for the wedding. And so he wrote me just this really beautiful note on the inside of the first couple of pages. And it impacted me a lot and he I've actually kept that book with me wherever I've gone ever since uh, he gave it to me and um, I mean there's a movie about it now I feel like most people know the story for the most part um, it's about a a young man Christopher McCandless who um, decides to I mean educated kid and then just kind of decides to similar to Henry David Thoreau go live in the woods and just kind of like find himself through doing that and try to write about it and think about it and and just kind of live within the elements and survive that way just to just to see if he could basically i think he felt called to the wild which i feel like a lot of us can relate to at least in some capacity but there is a uh there's a section in that book where he's writing a letter to someone who kind of helped him. I think he like hitchhiked with this guy who brought him to the entrance of where he was going to go off into the wilderness. And they had a really good conversation, got to know each other pretty well because they were spending hours together in a car. 
And once he gets to some other destination, he sends this guy a postcard. And um, the postcard on it, he writes, I hope that the next time I see you, you will be a new man with a vast array of new adventures and experiences behind you. Don't hesitate or allow yourself to make excuses. Just get out and do it. Just get out and do it. You will be very, very glad you did. And I, I loved that just because I think, I mean, I've, I've been on the, I've been on this side of things too, where you think about stuff that you want to do and you overthink and overthink and think about all the reasons why you can't do it or why you're not qualified or why you don't have the resources. And so you spend all this time thinking about why you can't do it and then you never end up doing anything. And then another year passes more and more time passes and then all of a sudden it's just a distant memory of something that you wanted to do and I think now especially coming up on a new year um, a lot of people are thinking about the things that they want to accomplish in the upcoming year or some of the things that they maybe wish that they would have done in this past year Um, so I think just to just to wrap this short episode up by encouraging people just like Christopher McCandless did to just get out and do it. Whatever you are thinking about trying, um, just start, take one step, see where it leads you, uh, reevaluate and go from there. But whatever it is that's holding you back, it's, you know, it's probably not as scary as you're making it up in your mind. And oftentimes when you just go into it, Um, you start to realize that it's not as bad as you were thinking, not as scary as you were thinking, and that you actually have everything inside of you that you needed to, to accomplish whatever you're trying to do. So let this be some inspiration for anyone who's teetering on the fence of deciding whether they want to make a change or go for what they're passionate about. But, um, yeah, just get out and do it. Um, Actually, you know, I have one more just because this this one that's written right underneath it kind of is similar to what we're talking about here. And this is actually from the Into the Wild book as well. But it's from, he actually wrote down something from another adventurer named Everett Roos. I don't, I don't know how you say his last name, R-U-E-S-S. But similar young man, I think only 20 years old or something, who kind of just took off into the wilderness on his own and and he ended up getting lost and they never found him. And so he passed away on his, on his travels, but he left a journal behind him of just all of these just really profound insights of what he had been learning and what he was thinking about and how he saw the world. And Christopher McCandless actually wrote down, uh, one of his passages that says in my wanderings this year, I have taken more chances and had more wild adventures than ever before. And I think that that's a really beautiful thing to be able to say about your own life. Um, you know, we're given this one life as far as we know. And I, and once again, like coming up on this new year, like I don't, I, I personally don't want to ever feel like I've let another year go by and nothing's changed. Um, like I want, I want to take chances. I want adventure. I want to put myself out there uh, and, you know, run the risk of failing at something, but ultimately just learning through everything. Um, and you know, I, I want that for everybody that I, that I care about too. And I think that it's an an important thing. So, um, 
yeah, take some risks, go on some adventures and live, (laughs) live a little bit. So that is, I mean, there's hundreds of more quotes and insights written down in this journal, but those were a couple. I hope that they were at least a little bit useful on this, on this solo show um, episode of the symphony podcast. Um, if you're thinking about journaling or thinking about starting one, I highly, highly recommend it. I think it's a really good way to organize thoughts and kind of look back and see what you've been thinking about. Um, and just a way to remember things that you've read that have had an impact on you. Um, there's lots of benefits and it can literally take five minutes, three minutes even, and just jot down something, even if it's just a single sentence or, a couple of words of things that you're grateful for on a day-to-day basis. It can really be anything, but I think it uh, it helps sharpen your brain and it's just overall good for creativity and self-reflection, which is all important stuff. So that is it for this week's show. Next week, we will have Kyle back. I'm actually going up to Seattle, so he and I are going to be able to sit down in the same room and record some podcasts and some good content. And we will have lots of updates on the, on the brands and just everything that we're going to be rolling out in this upcoming year. So until next time, peace.